0: Hello, everybody. My name is Danielle Clardy, and I am your host for the Conversation Series podcast, the podcast where we sit down with different people from different walks of life with different backgrounds, different careers, and niches, and hear what inspires them and how they got started. And we're doing it all right here. So let's start the conversation. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Conversation Series. I have a very special guest with me today uh, a gift box extraordinaire almost as we like to say. Um, she is fabulous and Caitlin is here and I'm gonna let her introduce herself and who she is. Hi guys, I'm Caitlin Sohn. I am your gift muse. Like Daniel
1: was saying earlier, your gift box or your gifting goddess extraordinaire. Love from, come that. For all your gifting inspiration, it's me. Um, so, just to share a little bit about myself, I graduated from NC State in 2015 with a degree in biology. Um, I got a biology degree and a concentration in human biology and a minor in biomanufacturing. So I'm doing a completely line of work through my <laughs> college, which is okay. It happens to so many people. It's yep. like very normal, very natural. So if you're in the boat with me, we're, we've got a lot of good company here. Um, so I began my journey career-wise in... Uh, pharmaceuticals I actually worked for a company that made flu flu vaccines for about a year and then I went into cancer research kind of found that I was looking to kind of expand my career a little bit Um, I really wanted to like be in charge of people and leave with people and be more involved with people because a lot of the lab stuff is kind of um, like heads down on a bench doing data getting numbers kind of not my thing. I'm a very like bubbly people person, so I decided to kind of I was I was looking for options about what I wanted to do with my career and I was really thinking about it and I was like, you know, what? I want to manage people. What am I going to have to do to do that in this industry? It was pretty much like get a master's or get a PhD. And I was like, okay, great, cool. What do I want to get my master's or PhD in? And then I was like, nothing okay great all right so maybe I'm in the wrong career career field all right I maybe I don't want to you know spend a bunch of time and and energy doing something that I'm like lukewarm on so that's when I really started um doing some soul searching and kind of thinking of different career options for me and I kind of just landed and I'm dead I've done many jobs I've done so many jobs uh I have experience in probably a little bit of everything, which is great as an entrepreneur, because that's kind of what we do. We are we need to be experienced in a little bit of yes. everything. Yes. Um, so that has really served me well, but yeah, that's kind of how I got into entrepreneurship. I still work full-time now. Um, I do I do facility management now for a really great company, and it's really nice. It uh, blends a lot of the disciplines that I like to do, because I like to do a lot of stuff. Facility management has a lot of time, so that's why I do it yeah. on my main
0: gig, but on my side gig. I'm a gift muse extraordinaire. So I, I think like gift muse goddess just needs to be in your Instagram bio. Like it, that it is could. how you present yourself um, because that is the greatest. Yeah, that I've ever heard somebody describe themselves as I
1: am definitely using a lot of I when I was coming up with the name for the company, I really did think about that a lot. Um, Because gifting is such like a personal thing. It's such a personal thing for people. It's hard to give somebody that you really love um, a gift that's going to fit them and or some or like even for an occasion, say a wedding. how do you give your bridal party gifts that are representative of you and your couple and your like the story that you guys are telling for all of your friends and family it's such a personal thing and so it really takes sometimes a little bit of inspiration or somebody who is you know I am somebody who I really like to get to know people on like a personal level right so when I take on clients it's really for me um kind of like getting to know a part of their soul, a part of their personality and adding a little touch of them into whatever we do. So inspiring them and um to use my services and to help me get them to gift gorgeous to the people that they love. So I love it. That's where the name came from.
0: I love it. I love it. Can you tell me um just kind of digging into gift muse like what is your business story? When did you officially start? Like yeah. what led you to gift boxes
1: absolutely um so i actually had like all entrepreneurs sometimes the first thing that you do doesn't work out it's totally fine it's all good we've you've kind of really gotta when you start your entrepreneurial some journey sometimes you've got to like poke around on a few things to really see what resonates with you and so i actually had a business for this called the hair project which was focused on like career education um, and helping women because one thing i'm really passionate about is helping women and women in business. Um, and so I, so the timeline wise how things ended up is that me and my business partner I had a partner, um, for that business. And she and I ended up, it wasn't like anything dramatic, but right. we kind of had different visions of how we wanted the business to go. And that just happens sometimes when you have a partnership, it's totally normal. Um, and so we kind of split ways in November of, I think it was 2019. And, so after that, I was kind of brainstorming, thinking of what my vision was for the company, like how I was going to take it. And then COVID happened. And since since we were such, you know, like an event-based business, so I was like, you know, what? this is really kind of something that I'm not prepared to deal with. Also, like maybe I need to take a deeper dive at the business and see kind of whether or not this still really resonates with me and like who I am as a person and what I want to do. Um, so I ended up taking a look at that, and I was like, "You know what? This is great, but there's certain aspects of my my gifts and my talent that I'm not really getting to use right. or flexed here. And so maybe I should rethink the model. So I think I started thinking about gift muse maybe early, like June, maybe June, July. It really, I really haven't been doing it for yeah. very long, but it's I've been very surprised and very pleasantly surprised with how well, yeah." Uh, going because i think i i got the concept for it in about june or july of last year okay. i started doing the market research for it and i officially filed with the state um with my doing business as on, in october okay um uh, and so gift muse still has when it was important to me when i was transitioning from hair project to gift muse to kind of pick um like I said, supporting women and making sure and supporting women in business, especially and financially is something that's really important to me. I believe that um, if we put money in the hands of women we're putting money in the hands of families. We're putting yeah. money in the hands of like doctors, nurses, scientists, we need women uh, to be more prominent in business and kind of all fields professionally <laughs> if you agree. ask me yeah, personally, yep. very biased. So I was always searching for kind of like what kind of flavor I wanted to bring with that from that over Hair Project into Gift Muse, and the way I've done that is that Gift Muse actually we source a lot of our goods and pretty much all the gifts that we source from small local women-owned businesses. Very okay. cool. So we whatever you see in our boxes, it's from another women-owned business, whether it's r- local to North Carolina, most of them are, um, or if it's some of our retailers like on the West Coast we really truly believe in supporting women-owned businesses and putting money into the hands of women and supporting their dreams and passions and giving them at least some of the, at least trying to give them the resources they need to make it. So yeah, that's one of the things that's really special about it for me. And um, it was really important for me to rethink that passion of mine as Hmm. I was making this business model. And I
0: did yeah and part of what i loved about when i was doing my research was that you like the line of you consider gift giving to be a sport and like at the same time it was so funny because then an olympics commercial came up on tv that i was watching and i was like this is absolutely timed right here
1: (laughs) i was like "Guys, is it the seo Yeah. is it my seo doing such a good or the ad the the targeted <laughs> ad getting you honestly it is a sport to me like i i i'm a big fan of parks and i actually stole that line i'm not gonna lie from parks and rec i love leslie nope i love leslie nope is like not really when she's one of my icons probably yeah. yeah and she considers gift giving a sport and i see a lot of like my characteristics in her love it so when i it's I think I don't remember what episode it's from but it's from an episode where she's like he's giving is like a sport to me and I'm like kind of is like that to me because I will spend hours yeah. I will spend hours in like days and months and weeks yeah. like figuring out what to give like my friends and my family so I thought that since I already really like doing it and it's such yeah. a niche thing
0: yeah. Why not make a business out of it? So, Hey, you gotta do I mean, that's the perfect thing is creating a business. That is something that you love. Like yeah. it's something that even that they tell you in school, when you're taking entrepreneurship class, like if you're going to create your business, do it from something that you love to do.
1: Yeah. And I think that's so important because I think one thing that we kind of gloss over maybe in formal education is that you really got to pick something that you feel passionate about. Like, right it's not always going to be fun. Sometimes it's really not fun. Sometimes it's amazing. And like, you're so happy that you started this business and everything's going great, but you really need to pick something that you feel like connected to. So if you're going through a hard time, you can still keep your focus and keep your faith in what you're doing and like who you are and what you believe in. And I think it's really important to do that, whether it's in your professional career, your side hustle, your entrepreneurial life, whatever you're doing, just get to know yourself and like use whatever talents and gifts you've been given. So
0: absolutely. I could not agree with you more there. Um, on your website, you have four candles that you sell. You have all these different boxes kind of, where do you get your inspiration for creating? your different boxes and products.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a lot of my inspiration for like boxes, I'm actually starting on a service line now to do kind of more because a lot of the requests I've been getting have been more like custom requests for certain events or occasions. Yeah. So I'm going to be rolling that out soon. But the inspiration I get for anything is just kind of based on, like I said, inspiring people to give gorgeously at whatever kind of price point or for whatever kind of occasion they need. Um, so there's not like there's some things on the website that you can customize now but I really want to be able to be there like I said earlier and be kind of like that that point person in between to give people great gifts that they're so excited to give their friends at a wonderful like price point wonderful like gift combinations we work with any kind of we work with a wide variety of budgets um we work with a wide variety of things or stuff that we do so it's kind of just to be there for people and kind of a lot of my products I have that are on the website now are relevant to things that I myself enjoy like all the candles are named after some of my favorite pastimes like I love taking walks with my family so I have one that's called afternoon stroll Um, I love cleaning and organizing. Yeah. That's really another one of my side passions. So <laughs> I have one called Laundry Day on there. So I really do pull from like a lot of my life experience, like I said, being the best gift giver and right. like being such a bubbly people person to get to know people, to figure out what they need to give their friends. So that's kind of where I pull a lot of my business inspiration. I love, from.
0: I love that. And I mean, you cannot go wrong with a Laundry Day candle. There is nothing in the world that is, I mean, you just think I'm about I'm very it.
1: biased, obviously, <laughs> but I, I do love the smell of like a fresh folded candle. Oh, and a lot of those candles too are kind of for people to get um, in, like introduced to my brand. Yeah. So it's also important to me to kind of build relationships with people. And I think as a business owner, it's kind of important that when you're building your product or service like that, to kind of think of entry points for your customer so they can kind of like see what you're doing get a little taste of like maybe who you are what you're about and then if they like what you're doing then they're gonna ask come back for more so
0: absolutely and i think you said that it is like the perfect introduction you have your candles but then you also then go into and you have your different boxes and your the candle collection that you do have so that i mean you that was perfectly phrased and I think a great description for yeah. that you have things set up when you are putting together your boxes do you like get into a groove so I are you
1: talking so I believe I do it more so maybe when I'm planning but okay. I did I it depends on how large the order is I fulfilled an order in December that was like 85 gift boxes Good. and so yeah and so because for it was like a corporate gifting client um and so when I'm fulfilling an order that large, I kind of have to, but also like, so yeah, there's certain aspects of the, the, like filling the boxes, you kind of get into a group, but where, where I find I really kind of dip into like a sense of flow most is kind of doing the design or inspiration around each box or each concept that I'm going to make. So if I'm working on a custom request for a client, um, a lot of that depends on, uh, you know, so how I kind of do that first is first, we kind of, I kind of go to them. I figure out what their price point is when they need it, what the occasion for, um, if there's any kind of like things, like if it's a professional gift, if there's any kind of stuff that they don't want to put in there, or they do want to put in there, we have those discussions. Um, and then I go back and I start, pulling proposals together and right. mood boards for them yeah. and I find that's kind of where I get into a state of flow most because based on what I know about the client then I get to really do the fun part part and go yeah. and like dig and dig and yeah. dig and dig and dig and get something beautiful for them to present them to like I did for one of my actually good friends I did a uh, Harry Potter oh. theme
0: box yeah and i just went
1: i don't have any pictures i should have taken pictures but i went so so in i got like hogwarts ice molds i had a a hufflepuff candle i had a letter from Harg- hogwarts with a wax seal on it i wrapped i wrapped the the box itself in like um brown paper and then i tied it up with like some twine and that. like stamped the hogwarts <laughs> seal on top of it to look like something that came out of the movie and it was great. So I really do get into like a flow or kind of uh, a sense of like creative joy when I'm doing things like that. But a lot of it for me is really focused on the client and the customer and what they want and what they need and providing them kind of like that vision that they have.
0: Now, do you consider yourself to still be, even though you do like these larger events and you are putting these, do you still consider yourself to be a small business? Oh,
1: absolutely absolutely it is still very 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 small i've gotten very i will be honest they have to they say that you have to be good but you also have to be lucky i have gotten lucky okay so i've gotten lucky on a couple of uh occasions since i just started in like when i got that large car- corporate order i was like wow this is actually business like yeah this is actually something that i can do like i can do i can do this well i can execute this it's it's still very baby like very very in the state of its infancy yet but at least i know i have a jumping off point where i can continue this um and just see where it goes and so that's kind of where we're at and that's really a lot of what entrepreneurship is sometimes it's just throwing stuff at the wall seeing what sticks if it sticks and you're vibing with it, you're like, okay, more of this, more of this. Let's make sure my customers are getting what they want. Let's make sure my audience is like happy with what I'm doing. And then we're off to the races. And so that's kind of where it's at now where I've kind of had to, um, I've had some like family stuff come up where I've had to step away from it a little bit, but at least I know that I have that foundation of, right people are interested. Yeah. So now we just have to make it work. And yeah. that's kind of what, and a lot of entrepreneurship is too. I say this to myself all the time. It's kind of like putting the car together as you're driving it. Okay. So like, okay. that's where we're at right now. We're putting the car together as we're driving it. We see that people are interested. We're like, okay, good. We've got products. Now we have to get services out there because right. that's what my clients are requesting. That's what they need. So I need to make that information accessible to them. Right. And so a lot of being an entrepreneur and this business is just adapting as I go. So it is by no means
0: a large business. It's still very the small. The is running. Yeah. It's a little bumpy right now, but it's running. It's a little bumpy right now,
1: but it's, you know, I'm, I'm getting my suspension. We're getting the there. We go put on together.
0: We're rolling with it. So that's, that's okay. how it goes. Yeah for sure you what is your process for like sourcing
1: okay so i would pref- when i source preferably i like to like chit chat with my local small business people yeah. that i know because um i really believe in supporting in the community and luckily in raleigh we have a really strong women-owned business process it's incredible it's it's truly it's incredible. incredible it is incredible So a lot of it begins with like sliding into people's DMs, to be honest with you. I'll slide into DMs or send an email because honestly, I'm not personally very productive when I'm on Instagram. I don't do a lot of my business operations on Instagram, which is kind of controversial in some circles because, you know, it is a great tool for marketing, but only if you use it properly. And I am somebody who mismanages my time immensely when on Instagram. So sometimes it starts with sliding in DMs. um, And then sometimes it starts with emails or like a text to somebody that I already know. So it really just depends. Um, If I can't find what I need on, or if I just kind of need something that's more of like a, like a, I don't want to say like a staple, but more like something that can easily just like, like don't like, because wholesalers, the way it works for wholesalers um, is that you have to, get some business paperwork together to join like a wholesaler website or like a wholesaler community, whatever it is. Um, and then you'll kind of know lead times and sourcing for them. So I just kind of comb all those websites, um, highlight women-owned businesses that I'm interested in, or like have a good call, you know, like have a like bonus, like kind of cool cause, cool concept, Um, And I kind of keep track of those. Mm -hmm. And if I need to pull something from them, I absolutely can. But I do prefer to kind of like chit chat with my girls uh, on the ground first before I do that. Um, So that's kind of how I source. And, you know, it's really women-owned businesses, I think, are getting more accessible to kind of, because even when I was in Hair Project, I've really just seen such immense growth um and it may be because you know i know a little bit more i know i've networked with some people gotten gotten to meet some folks um in order to kind of see the community or see the growth but i just feel like in general too people are trying to support minority and women-owned businesses which i think is excellent and i'm very much very happy to see those trends continue Um, So they are, uh, by and large, I think coming to more like prevalence, which I'm very happy to see. And I'm happy to be hopefully part of that.
0: Yeah, no, I I think it's, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. Raleigh is like growing so incredibly large with local and small business owners. Like, and especially during like everybody that I've talked to, it's so funny. Everybody's like, yeah, I started during COVID, which I think is so incredible that at least something of- that size and magnitude that all of these small and local business owners were finally like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do what I finally have been wanting to do.
1: I think it was a really nice pause for people to kind of reflect, take some time. I mean, we really truly get so inundated with emails, texts, messages, events, meetings, jobs with normal, normal people life. Like we just get inundated with so many things that sometimes people kind of fall out of. And I did this myself. I actually try to stay, when I feel myself drifting from where I feel like I'm supposed to be aligned, I always make sure to check back in with myself. But COVID for me was an exceptional opportunity to check back in with myself yeah. and make sure that I was doing things that I really believed in and really wanted to be doing. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not saying that there, I mean, there are good things and bad things. I think for everybody, I was very blessed through COVID and was able to have, you know, the opportunity to think about these things at length without, you know, having, um, you know, necessarily some of the bad parts of COVID happening in my personal life. But I think it kind of did give everybody a a time and space to think a little bit more about who they are as people, what they want to do with their lives. And so it's kind of unique. It's very unique in many ways, but it was certainly... (laughs) pretty many ways most of them not great but if we were gonna look for a silver lining that would hopefully be it
0: yeah yeah absolutely for you what has it been like to be in this small and local business community
1: it's been lovely i really just want to say like we truly have such a good like bond like friendship somebody is always willing to help you out or connect you, or if they're, if you're not the right person, they're going to connect you with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And you really can truly build up a business through word of mouth advertising. I know that sounds like kind of crazy since we are in such a digital age yeah. where like everything is on our phones or yeah. on our computers, but it's there's really something magical about having those connections with people where yes. then they refer business to you. It's it's highly uh people are not talking about it. And I think we we shouldn't be talking about because it's very useful, especially in the Raleigh small business community, yes. because we hook each other up, man. You know,
0: <laughs> we really do. We I really do. And it's it's been so cool to kind of do all of these um local episodes and just hear from everybody because everybody like knows everybody and everybody is like you just said willing to help everybody out which is so incredible and it's truly like a fantastic community that has been built
1: well i think it's to the same time like we like i said kind of with the mission of gift muse it's important to me to support other women especially local women because we're really all in this together. I mean, I think this past year has really shown us that when shit hits the fan, pardon my French, we gotta have each
0: other's backs. Absolutely.
1: You know? And so I think that's been, and that's something that I really think that everybody has kind of like a baseline understanding about. Um, And I think we're really happy to do it. I'm glad that the community is so supportive. And that we all pride ourselves on doing that because it yeah. really, it makes it a really nice ta- a yes. really groovy place to be.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it so much. For you, what is the easiest way for people to find you to find your products? Yes. So right now uh, I am working
1: on more backend stuff. So okay. I will say that I have a lot more to come okay. behind the scenes with marketing and accessibility for the business Um, but right now I definitely would say the biggest tool would be either our website or Instagram. Okay. Okay. So, um, eventually we will be having a very robust Pinterest when I get around to it. But yes, yes. um, so I would definitely say Pinterest, Instagram. I don't really post too much on Instagram because I am again, like I mentioned earlier, not very good at using Instagram as a business tool. (laughs) Uh, it is more of like a fun thing for me, but I'm going to start posting on there more as soon as I get, get like more of my marketing and content schedule up. So there's that and always our website. Okay. Um, I'm hoping to launch our services guide. Cause like I said earlier, a lot of the stuff that people come for me for is kind of like, uh, nice, a nice present for their friend who just had a baby or just bought a house. Yeah. Um, realtors who need like closing gifts okay. or, you know, people who need things like, stuff for their wedding like um a wedding party thank you's favors i can do it i can work it out i can work all of it out for you um and so a part i will be launching a services guide on my website and through our instagram at the link in our bio probably by the end of this week so that's probably the best place for people to
0: find you check it out yeah awesome Um, one last question I love to finish with is just what inspires you?
1: That is a good question.
0: Um, I really
1: think what inspires me is my own, like my own life and experience and the things that I have personally been through, whether it's my corporate career or my entrepreneurial ambitions, I would say that, um, a lot of my corporate career I really have found the need for like women especially working in a STEM field yes I have really found the need for women to be more present in those spaces if I can say that politely
0: yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I have really found the need for women to be more and so in those spaces and so I really that's kind of what inspires me and in what where I pull like source materials from or like I said earlier mm-hmm. um you know, like my family life, the things that I enjoy doing. um, I really enjoy reading nonfiction, um, baking, cooking, um, enjoying kind of slowing down and enjoying the simpler things in life. So I do try to infuse a little bit of that in everything that I do. Um, But I think like business wise, where I pull a lot of inspiration is just the people I meet, the experiences that I have, and my life overall.
0: So Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, and to the point of slowing down. I think we all need to slow down at some points. Um
1: sometimes it is necessary, and sometimes if you're not doing it, your body will make you slow down, whether you like to or not.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just had my slowing down period and I'm like, okay, that was needed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It it is it is necessary, albeit we don't focus on it enough, I think. Something that I'm working on incorporating into my daily routine is kind of having a shutdown time okay for any sort of like business or yeah. like work need like after 7 p.m gotcha. until bedtime, I need like some decompression time Love it. so I but I think it's important and I think it you can fit what you need to fit in in those hours you just have to be focused enough and you have to have systems at least I do I mean some I don't want to speak for I mean obviously can't speak for everybody but um for me I have like very stringent systems where I prioritize and go through my work in a very like stringent and rigid yeah system for productivity oh yeah but then 7 p.m you just gotta give yourself space you know what I'm saying whatever it is that you need take it um so yeah it's definitely very important
0: absolutely thank you caitlin so much for doing this i appreciate it you guys the gift box goddess right here um she uh, i'm gonna have all of her stuff linked down below so you can go and check out all of her stuff um Mm -hmm. and caitlin thank you again for stopping by and chatting with me today um and as always i will see you guys back here next time bye y'all yeah thanks for having me danielle Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by and listening to this episode of the conversation series podcast. We love having conversations here and whatever platform you are listening to this on, please rate and review. It makes a huge difference. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at DL on Instagram and catch more behind the scenes of how we do these episodes of the conversation series. As always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye y'all.